Welcome to Sinner's Take, another Catholic guys podcast of which we are the worst. I'm Alec. Amen, amen. And I'm Bobby. <laughs> and today we're going to be talking about virginity. Yeah, so uh, the, the topic of virginity, of you know this, this wholeness that we have to ourselves and our sexuality that is lost whether that's an early age, whether it was a decision you were gung-ho about or maybe not gung-ho about or felt forced or didn't really think much about it. And now you're like, oh, okay, well, here I am. Now what? Yeah, um, I think that's partially where I found myself. So I had grown up in the church and then fallen away from it. And in my time away from the church with a girlfriend of a few years, we pushed the line, pushed the line, and then eventually just jumped right over. Mm -hmm. And that was a major hurdle for me in coming back to the faith. And it's also been a major hurdle, you know, in new relationships, just being with someone in the church and Mm -hmm. who is of the state of mind of valuing virginity versus people not in the church not really valuing it as much. And I think just to speak to my experience with it, before now and and coming back it was originally well the seal is broken so might as well keep doing it you are a virgin or you aren't you've never done it or you have and there's no stopping point and learning that that is not the case you can stop at any time and it may feel the same with any sin but it feels like we give this one a bit of special treatment and part of the difficulty for me was overcoming that I did you know, once I came to the proper understanding of what the sexual act is meant to be, I did feel sorry for what I had done, but it felt wrong to feel sorry because I still had, or still have even, the desire to continue that sin. So it's like, do I really feel sorry if I still have this desire to do it? And the answer, of course, is yes, right? It is an ongoing battle, and I'm sure, as any priest will tell you, Almost everyone who's confessing, you know, we feel like we're confessing the same sin over and over, and it's not something that we can just snap our fingers and be done with, but that desire to be done with it, and every time we do go to confession, that contrition of, I will fight this as best as I can, and maybe that's not that good, but I will do what I can. My friend's been a priest for a little over a year, and he said, I have heard everything. And everyone thinks their sin is something special, he says, but it's all profoundly boring <laughs> to just sit there and one after another after another bring in often the same exact sins. And we've, we're carrying this thing like this is the heaviest thing in the world. And for us, like, it kind of it is. But for the priests, they're like, all right, come on, let's go. Let's yeah. go. Next. Next. Like, you can't shock me. You can't surprise me here. I've heard it all. Yeah, we do give this special treatment. And I think that's, you know, why not greed? Why not laziness? Why not anger like all these things can be and are serious as they grow more disordered and i think there's something though about the body and when we sin against the body in in the sexual way that it is heavy it is something that we we carry with us it carries profound wounds when there's abuse when there's the early discovery of pornography like it takes seconds to bring you into that and in a lifetime to fight out of it so the Satan, so Satan uses that so often in our weakness, our own fallenness, our own desire for beauty, how that gets turned in on itself. 
and my story is one where my wife was a virgin. She she kept her self a uh, virgin to her our wedding day, and I was not. I similar instance of, and I assumed like, yeah, I'll I'll wait till I'm married. That's what I thought I would do. I signed the chastity card in high school when a speaker came through, and but didn't have a plan. And college started out good, but then ended up in some relationships I shouldn't have been in that were very physical based and the line got pushed and the line gets pushed and then you're over the line. And this whole lose your virginity phrase, like, why do we use this word loss? Like lose, not like I lost my car keys <laughs> and I don't know where they are. It's like there was something that was whole that is now lost and that can carry with it some profound guilt. And even if I've been to confession, it's hard to forgive yourself you feel like I didn't live up to this expectation of who I wanted to be. But we have a God that can always renew us, that can unbind and and heal these memories and make us whole again. And I think, especially when you're with a person, you're trying to do it right. When you're with a person, like for instance, in me, my case with my wife, who was still a virgin, there had to be growth in compassion and mercy in her putting herself in my shoes, as well as for me, the justice side of seeing like, I there's something to I can't bring to the table to offer her as she's offering me like so there there is a pain there but the understanding too of like that was you however many years ago and you're a different man today and you're doing your best and you're back on the game here so I think for there's got to be some real prayer go to confession if you haven't been I had a great priest that helped me to laugh at myself take my sin seriously but myself not so much mm-hmm. and so yeah, get this thing confessed and out there and ask God to heal and transform your memories, your attachments. Know it's going to take time. Uh, you need good, healthy community. It's going to build you up, not mock your walk in virtue, not try to drag you down or encourage relationships that are unhealthy. You may need to purge things or apps that are getting you into trouble or reminding you of certain situations to order ourselves back towards the Lord and how we're called to love and reverence the body because we are our bodies. It's not just we're souls trapped in a body within the Catholic church. We believe like we're incarnational, like we're this messy body soul hybrid. So what we do with our body, we do with our soul, which why, again, it's like St. Paul says, when you join yourself to a prostitute, you become one with her. Your body is this temple that we can do great things with and then do horrible things too. And that affects you not just your out, outer shell. It takes a toll on you. But the, the good news is that God always is able to heal and renew us. It just makes me think we, we treat this sin as if it's irrevocable. Right. And in a way it is, you will always have done it, but that doesn't mean that we cannot be made whole again mm-hmm. through God and through that forgiveness. And it also comes down to do you really believe that you are forgiven when you go to confession and yep. you let it go? Are you trusting that it is gone? Mm-hmm. And that was one thing for me coming to the new relationship is I do feel forgiven for this. So I almost felt bad that I didn't feel worse because I wanted to feel bad. You know, this thing that I wish I could bring to her, I can't, but I do feel forgiven for it. And so I don't, want to hang up and mope on it but yep. i i am still trying to be better yeah no my wife knew my story when we got together when we started dating and but i remember going for a walk around the neighborhood one day and 
I apologized to her. Like, I'm sorry I didn't wait for you. You know, there was there were tears and but it was it was a part grieving, but part like just joyful, like that we're here in this relationship that and she told me there, like, you know, you've been to confession, you are a new creation. So live like it. Yeah. <laughs> like let go of your own guilt. Like whatever it is you're holding on to. The the power in that. And so again, I'd say have compassion on yourself. If you're you're with someone that has lost their virginity or has been in some unhealthy stuff, recognize they're carrying around probably their own weight and to be merciful while also understanding the gravity of like we're called to reverence our bodies and the bodies of others to pray for an untwisting of these desires we have to use other people to use other people's bodies like if I'm not really I want to say sorry but if I could be sorry but there's still part of me that is attracted to this lifestyle and this this activity pray for that untwisting that I'm able to see the importance the reverence I need to have so that I can love rightly and that I can wait like patience is not a great value in this day and age when I want it streaming and I want it now and if I have to wait 10 seconds I give up like good god like that's that's crazy standard so when it comes to the spiritual life and we have to wait and we have to like sometimes months sometimes years for God's plan to unfold it takes endurance so to be faithful in the waiting because we all want to love that will wait I proposed to my wife during during a Mumford and Sons concert, which is super romantic, <laughs> during the song "I Will Wait for You," and so that's kind of been the thematic song. But even going back to that again and again, now with kids and they're exhausting, and you know, we're you know, my wife's not always ready to go like a man is. Yeah. And the whole like "I will wait," like okay, or again, when she's pregnant or post-pregnancy, and women are not in any mood to be touched. <laughs> You know, it's that I will wait. Okay, I, I have to live by that. I have to love her like that. I can't run to a counterfeit. And the, we have to interiorize that. Like, oh, love is a love that waits. And we'll be faithful. And we'll get up when we have screwed up and get back to it. Well, I do want to ask, because we've mainly been talking about, you know, stuff in the past or with one person and not the other. But what about a couple who's listening to this who fell together? Mm. Right, the idea of man should go where he's not tempted. Should they just not be together anymore, or how do they respond to that? I think you have to really discern: is this relationship healthy? Is it just lust and for the pleasure of it, and it's not really leading me in a good direction? I'm, we're like fighting a lot. Like this doesn't have much like strong legs to stand on. Marriage or further commitment is not going to help at all. You need to have the strength to walk away maybe temporarily, maybe for good and say, this isn't going to work and we're not becoming better people. Now, if a couple is engaged and they really want to live this rightly and they really are, again, being called by God to marriage, then there has to be a resolve and a, a response of love. I love this person. I do not want to lead them into sin, into any kind of situation that's going to get us into trouble. And to have the fortitude to say, we can't hang out after 9, 10 p.m. anymore, or we yeah. have to hang out in group settings, or we have to put limits on ourselves. You're not married till you're married. And both my wife and I know engaged couples who've broken up and like, be like, oh, we're, we're engaged, so therefore it's fine. It's like, no, like you have not finished the race yet. <laughs> and so even if you're dating, if you're engaged, but if it is like, if God is in that relationship and we're human, and again, it's, it's hard enough to, to live this chase life out with a person that's on the same page as you yeah. you have the hots for the person and you're trying to be holy it's difficult let alone with god is not part of the picture 
So I think there's got to be, uh, again, go to confession together and then make some concrete steps. Ask, ask people, ask friends to hold you accountable. That's a big one. Like Jackie right. had that. Like she had friends that would check up on her. How are you? How are you and Bobby doing? <laughs> and she knew like that phone call would come once or a couple times a week and she'd have to answer up. So that helped her resolve to like push me away when the time was, was needed. And I had, I had guys that would do that too. So to have good community, discern if this really is the woman that like I want to to be with, then man up and make an effort and guard her from yourself because we all have like this wild beast inside of us that will ravage, that will take when we're, when that's, that needs to be purified. That eros, that the Greek word for desire, romantic love, that's a good thing. But it's this wild horse that we have to like tame and like break and otherwise it will destroy what we love. Does it make sense? Absolutely. That's just like, oh, that's what's coming to mind here because you have to figure out is this relationship healthy? If it's not, break up, get out of there. If it is, like, and if it is just, but we screw up, like, real love will wait. Real love will put up barriers sometimes. Like, like I have to say no for now so that I can say yes later. Yeah, I think that's exactly what I wish I could have heard before. Um, not to say that it would have been enough. It's still a journey, right? So someone hearing this for the first time, it might be frustrating to deny yourself but stick with the journey and follow the steps because there are people who have gone through it and learned from it and you won't be alone, Yep. but trust that journey. And I say too, I'm one that did hear some of these talks or was given certain tools or teachings. And just because you know it in your head doesn't mean like, again, like you said earlier, like my heart wasn't all in it. It was drawn to the pleasure and it was drawn to the moment and just because I have the head knowledge doesn't mean my heart's going to do it. So there does have to be the will and, again, good community to help you along so you're not doing this as an island. So if you're struggling with this, there is hope. <laughs> Ask for help from the Lord. Pray for good friendships if you don't have them, people that are pushing you in your faith or holding you accountable, or just people you can just be with and not feel pressured to date or have to do like I don't know, unhealthy stuff pray for for god for some good friendship to to appear for you and then the reminder where if you're maybe with you're struggling and you're with someone who isn't a virgin mm. to remember that we all sin and we're not better because we sin in a different way than someone else so to to look at them generously and with forgiveness mm. that's about all i have for today bobby any last thoughts no amen amen thank you for hitting this topic because i think it it's so out there but rarely talked about or it's brushed aside it's no big deal mm-hmm. but christ always meets us he meets the 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 woman caught in adultery and says listen i'm not i don't judge you here but go and sin no more right like, you you're you are forgiven now get go make some differences like make make some changes so that you can be fully and renewed again so go be renewed again yeah get out there start living <laughs> all right thank you for those of us at sinners take you'll hear us in the next one.